Welcome to the Absolute Formby podcast. In this podcast, we explore all aspects of Formby. Formby's heritage, wildlife, folklore, facts, natural and social history. We'll be talking to the experts, listening to poems, listening to local music. Enjoy. Have you ever been to Formby Beach, when the wind is blowing, and the rain is pouring, and the waves are crashing? Imagine living on Formby Beach. Imagine living on the shoreline. In this podcast, Pete Norris and Joan Rimmer share stories. Pete was born in Lifeboat House. Mrs Norris, his mother, moved into Lifeboat House in 1918. She had a cafe. She raised her family in Lifeboat House. Here, Pete and Joan Rimmer share a few stories of life in Formby's Lifeboat House. Enjoy. So, well, we left in 1957 because the tide started to come in then. Because, but when we were kids, and I'm saying when... in, in the Did you probably, leave as early as 57? 57 is Was when it the, really? yeah. the erosion came, yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, it started to come in then, you know, come in the boathouse and what yeah. have you. So what, you'd actually have the water at high tide would be yeah, coming in? Yeah. Well, in fact, there's a, there's a photograph which I... I, I what do you call it? Ronnie Keller sent me from Canada. Is the one oh, I've got one. 1950. I've got that one with yeah. him in the in the which, in the lorry. It's a picture of 1950, of a picture taken from here, roughly, mm. and it shows you Kellett's uh, digger. Oh and right. And the tide is all round oh, here. Oh no no. And it I've was spring tides. When your mum first came to the boathouse, there was no road, was there? No lifeboat road then. No, the lifeboat road. Lifeboat <coughs> road's a bit because of John. He didn't Formby. want people coming all past him, so that, he, yeah. he he had that built, didn't he, Lifeboat well, Road? Well, he, he let the, ca- he let the council, let the council build, build, build the road, yeah. didn't he? The council yeah. built the road, he let them build it. And that stopped them all going sort of round yes. to Albert yeah. Road yeah. and all around that. Is that. Was that the original way down? That was the only way. The down. only way down mm-hmm. past, oh, past right. the And that, they, them roads were built in 1890 to 1900 yeah. when Southport Building Because when um, Walter was... I think, I think it was Walter, or was it you saying that your mum had to go and collect the... They couldn't deliver to the boathouse because oh, yeah. there was no road there. She used to walk from she the boathouse to... all the way across there and collect the milk yeah. uh, milkers on the back. And the coal, and when the they d- deliver the coal. Pig food take a wheelbarrow. We they had, they had pigs and stuff down there, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, when she said, my, my dad was... We were talking about Wild Wally the other day, yeah. and we were talking about my dad, and we, we were saying that, you know, um, he went to sea. He, he got married about 1928, and he went to sea all through the 30s. And all the kids he had, I mean, we were saying he couldn't get away from us, but, you know, because <laughs> then he went to, he was away for, say, six months, yeah, no. you know, 
And then yeah. she looked bring about us all up. She well, she had a hard know. life, didn't she? You know, really. But she she thought it was good, didn't she? She never she complained. Yeah. A full life. She she, she's it, got her children. Yeah. She's got a husband. She's got a money. So when she pegged in. the washing out, by the time she got to one end of this thing, yeah. it was dry. dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we we I used you know when we were kids we never used to go across the railway line. That was like a barrier to us, you know. Because the shops were this side, mm. the school was this side, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And somebody said to me, have you ever been across there? I said, the only time I ever went there was in a gale, I said. I got into inside my mum's knickers on the clothesline <laughs> and took the pegs off and said, we ended up, we ended up in Thornley Street. <laughs> there used to be one, a well here. In the, oh, right, it was that one. Yeah, there was a oh, well Oh, fresh water well. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, oh, right. But the yeah. water used to come from Stella Maris. <clears throat> it was in a steel pipe and it got red rusty. When it came down into here, no wonder we're all so fit. We're full of iron. When it came down, (laughs) that's the best for you, isn't it? You're all having supplements. It came into here, and because the horses wanted to drink, that's what it was built for for the horses to drink out of. But when they had the cafe, they decided to use that for the people to drink out of. So they used to light the fire underneath it. Boil the water, and you're talking about a lot of gallons of water, and there used to be a scum on it like that of red iron. And my mum used to take the iron off with a ladle, and all the <laughs> scousers used to drink and say, This water tastes funny down here. <laughs> but we were used to it, it's full of iron. And, uh, Did us a in power the, of good, didn't mm-hmm. it? In the winter, the pipe used to break. And my mum, because my dad was at sea, my mum used to go out with two bricks and a piece of rag, and she'd be, be- repair the pipe and wrap it up out. No electricity. I know. Was never. We always had food. I know. You know, and it was either asparagus, yeah, fish, cockles, yeah. Yeah. shrimps. There was always something, you know. Yeah. And. Uh, and she bought the shrimps and the cockles off people. No, no. Oh, she gone catch them. Tell herself. She's just gone. Yeah. yeah. She got. Oh yeah, we used to go up to where the rifle range is. Yeah. Just off there, that's where they were. All. Is the there cockles. anything now, Pete? Don't know. No. I don't think so. No. <laughs> but it's a great place to live. You couldn't have. It, for, for, oh, you know. it was. But it was a hard life, though, wasn't it? Well, we never really thought. No, no, no. You no, didn't no. know any different. I mean, when when you your th- mum said. When you think these walls were eighteen inches thick. I know. Yeah, massive. And when the when it when it blew a, a gale, it was like shot blast yeah. when it hit you. I bet it was. Yeah. yeah. There was no eating anywhere else. How many? All the women. Seven of us. Her and the seven children and no, five children. Her, me dad and five kids. Yeah. yeah. And and you yeah. were all in there. Yeah. No telly. Uh, uh, and no, oh, no, no, oh, no, no telly. radio even no. if you've got an accumulator. No, in fact there used to there used to be an aerial up here. Then there was a bedroom and a bedroom and this is this is where they had the mortuary years ago, where they used to bring up put the dead bodies oh, right. in. There. Was that spooky yeah. then in there? Well, not really because what happened was that as kids and when you think my mum my, my dad was a senior all his life. But my mum and the kids used to live in there. My sister used to live in there, in that one. Because there was only one girl in the Yeah, last but this was. one, they then turned in, in years later into a shop for the caravan people. And, and the, when where Iceland is now in the village used to be oh, Max that, Simons. Uh, yeah. And my uncle used to be manager of Max manager Simons. Bill, wasn't he? And he, he, he opened this as a shop for the people on the caravan site after the war. So what's the, they did use of that? That's where they used, after the war they stored all the tents in winter for the uh, the, the, the cafe. That was the cafe. Oh, it was. And the cafe was all based there. But as a kid, 
When I was 11, I used to have a ladder up there and used to spend all my life watching all the ships. Oh, did you? Yeah, because, I mean, them days, there was all... Oh, yeah, there was a lot going on, yeah. The ships coming up. Yeah. I always remember this. We never used one of these chimneys because one of the footballs went down it. We could never get it out. Oh, gosh. And and that that was very primitive. That was the only toilet. For the whole... Then did you tip it onto the... Where did you get rid of it? You got rid of it there. My dad used to dig a you hole know. there and bury it there. When, when, in winter, in winter, these windows were covered with sand. This was full oh, of... Oh, yes, yeah. I bet. Yeah. And you couldn't... If you come to that door, you couldn't open it because the sand was jammed yeah. in it. it yeah. You know, each day it happened, you know. Kellets, uh, the sand people, used to back their truck in and take it all. They used to take the sand Did out Stevens and Hoops ever go around that end? No, it, it was Kellett's. Kellett's yeah. used it. So yeah. what, they'd come every day and just to clear it That's all? That's what their job was, taking all the sand. And in fact, what they did, they built a garage on a, a, on the front of there to put their digger, drive their digger in. Oh, right. In about the 1950s, because oh, I used to go yeah. and play in the digger, you know. So now we know a few more stories from Lifeboat House. Living on the shore... Mrs Norris lived in Lifeboat House for 40 years. Imagine. Let's finish this podcast with a poem by Joan Rimmer. Joan Rimmer has lived in Formby all her life. Through her books, slideshows and photographs, she has kept the spirit of Formby alive. The Boathouse. In childhood days, we never knew the history of the lifeboat crew. We didn't know we'd led the way and launched a boat in Liverpool Bay. To us, the boathouse was the shop and cafe where we bought our pot. Its sloping roof down to the shore and gaping massive wide front door. Cold cobbles covered with blown sand. We walked upon bare feet to stand and changed the bottles we had found the copper pennies large and round, a huge enclosure quite close by, beside the sea, beneath the sky, where all our bikes were in a stack, unlocked and safe till we came back. The sea was clear, the shore was clean, hard ridges where the tide had been, wrecked boats and driftwood were our toys, sand hills resounding with our noise. A setting sun joined sea and sky, Back to the boathouse we would fly, collect our bikes and ride away. What perfect end to perfect day. So now we know all about all aspects of the boathouse. Join us for other episodes where we'll be looking into life at the boathouse and other aspects of the interview that I had with Joan Rimmer and Pete Norris. See you soon. Absolute Formby can be found on Instagram and podcast. <laughs>